It's episode seven of the. It's episode seven of the Why You Know Host. God. It's episode seven of the self-hosted podcast, and we're talking about security today. So let's get going. God, that's out of stupid. One last time. It's episode seven of the Why You. Know. Five, four, three, two, one. It's the self-hosted podcast, and this is episode seven. We're talking about securing your Why You Know host server. of his data. Now here's Uncle Bonehead. Well, so far we've covered installing why you know host, setting it up, installing an app, uh, installing apps, plural. And uh, yeah, we're going to need to step into this, the security realm. Um, if, if you're like me, the average run-of-a-mill person that's not a sysadmin, a system administrator, um, don't worry. You, If you want to try your hand at getting into the command line, it's actually easy for this step. But just a word of caution, if you screw it up, you're going to be locked out of your server. <laughs> so just let you know, we're going to talk more about that um get rid of some housekeeping here uh, i recorded this morning episode number four of the self-hosted video cast vidcast where i uninstalled wordpress that we installed last week and then i showed how to install a, a static html site on why you know it's not like a typical server where you just put it in the public html www directory um you have to install an app called uh, Custom Web App with SFTP privileges, and then you upload it through, you know, a uh, FTP or through uh, SSH. SSH. Um, it's simple, it's easy, and I don't remember how long the video was, but it's not very long at all. So go check it out. It's on PeerTube. Um, it, it's. I, I, what I did was I, I just basically what I'm doing is basically recording me doing stuff on my site. So, <laughs> and all I did was uh, create a basic two page static HTML uh, site for boneheadmedia.com. <coughs> Excuse me. And uh, it's. It's nothing fancy. It's just, it's got like a little gallery with the thumbnails to my podcast. And uh, I'm just linking to the show notes that are already on the Fediverse because, just because. And I've, I'm linking to all of my podcasts on there. I've got one that's going to start here soon. Um, I'll let you know more about that later. So it's pretty cool. Um, 
the reason behind that is is basically three reasons. One, it's the coolness factor that you can subscribe to this podcast and the blog and stuff like that through Mastodon or you know pretty much any of the Fediverse or the RSS feed. So that's very cool. Um, two, just in case something catastrophic happens to my home server, you'll still be able to get the updates on the podcast and stuff. And it's, it'll you know, also keep the traffic down on my home server. So, um, by the way, I want to throw this out there. I'm looking for a better Markdown editor for Ubuntu. I'm, I'm using Remarkable right now. It works good, but I'm just wanting to try something new. So if anybody's got any suggestions, uh, definitely need something with a preview panel because I need to see what I'm actually doing because <laughs> I'm not sure on Markdown. I'm not a coder. Um, I found this uh, guy that I've been following for a little while on the Fediverse on Mastodon, uh, Alex T. He's got, the, he's actually the maintainer and builder, I guess, of this thing called Zrhythm. And it's a DAW, Digital Audio Workstation. Um, it, it's, actually very cool i installed it i haven't i started to mess with it but it's a got a lot of stuff to do for midi and i'm not a big midi guy but uh, you're supposed to be able to record audio with it and control all kinds of filters and envelopes and all kinds of stuff and i'm going to continue to play with it alex and i'm going to see i'm going to experiment experiment i don't know if you've uh if Umpha has seen it, but I'm going to throw it over to Umpha because, you know, Umpha is like the king of free and open source software, electronic music and MIDI and stuff like that. So um, see if he can give you a review. I don't know if he's down to review it on it or not, but uh, I haven't seen him, seen where he's posted anything about it. Um, I guess that's going to be it for the housekeeping because oh by the way i i i tooted to switching.social and he he boosted the toot about the show and holy cow i don't know how many times that they got got reboosted so i don't know how many people are listening now or how many people are actually you know started following me and stuff but thank you and welcome thank you switching.social you guys are awesome or you you guy are awesome or gal i don't know what you what what you <laughs> i don't know anything about you other than your website that's cool but um <coughs> excuse me go check out switching.social uh that's gonna Note to self, don't chew gum while you're talking, recording a podcast. Uh, Switching.social site is going to have more of an effect on this new podcast that I am going to start here pretty soon. Um, and uh, I've, I've seen a couple of toots just today that has really solidified the idea of what it is. And... I'm going to 
I, I got some stuff I need to set up for it and I'm not going to say anything about it yet. So just keep listening and I'll tell you about it later. So let's get into the topic of the day, security, right after this. You can find the show notes at boneheadmedia.com. Uncle Bonehead strongly endorses Why You Know Host for your self-hosting project. Check it out at whyyouknowhost.org. All right, all right, all right, as Matthew McConaughey says. I do a really shitty Matthew McConaughey. All right, all right, all right. Okay, Wynohost has been developed to provide the best security without too much complication. Every pro- protocol used in Wynohost is encrypted already. Um, only password hashes are stored and by default, each user is able to access to his personal directory only. Uh, but if you do need advice, don't hesitate to ask them for help. Um, links are in the show notes. Uh, but there are two things that are very, very important to remember. Number one, installing additional apps can significantly increase the number of potentially potential security flaws. Do not hesitate to get information about security flaws before installing an app and try to install only apps which will suit what you need, will only fill your voids. Keep it to the minimal and you know, to, to see the, the more apps you got, the more entry vectors there are for bad people. So try to keep them... Don't just install everything underneath the sun. Our, our, that's our motto. Keep it simple. Stupid. Kiss. So, and two, the fact that Wayuna Host is already a, a pretty popular bit of software increases the chance of an attack. If a flaw is discovered, though, it could potentially affect all of the Wayuna Host instances at once. So keep your system up to date to remain safe. Um, surprisingly, I've been doing, I've been using what, why, you know, for almost two months now, and I've had four updates from why, you know, host already just in like two months. So it is a, a quickly evolving and quickly moving fast paced bit of software. Um. Okay, so if if you're just running things through the admin panel, at you know whatever your website is slash sso or slash why you know host slash admin, um, if that's what you're doing is just the web interface, you're done. You don't need to do anything else because there's nothing else you can do. But if you don't mind getting your I guess fingers wet in the command line. Um, this is how you do it, and there. Well, not how you do it, but there's. I'm, I'm telling you five ways you can do it. This and this is right from why you know host. 
uh, support. Um, one, you can change the SSH authentication. See, right now it's using a password. You can change that to use an authentication key instead of a password, which you wouldn't have to log in. You would just open up the terminal and type SSH admin at whatever your dot com is, and it would just log in. You don't have to type in your password. Now, this is awesome, but if you are a distro hopper and you're constantly reloading your machine, you're going to have to think of different ways to get around that, like um, do it on a different partition. Uh, distro hop in a virtual machine. <laughs> Consistently copy and paste your SS key, SSH keys. Or set up another partition with it. It's got your home partition on its own. And then your operating system in another one. Okay. Another way to, to up your security level is to modify the SSH port number. Uh, to prevent SSH connection attempts by robots. That's, there are bots that are actually scanning the internet for any servers with that are SSH accessible. And they are looking for port 22 because that is the default port on all systems, port 22. Um, you can change that port number. You don't have to use port 22 for SSH. You can change it to port 22-1940 or whatever you want, just as long as it's not being used by something else. Um Three, you can change the user that's authorized to use SSH. To avoid multiple forced login attempts at admin by, by bots, change the authorized user who can connect. In the case of a key authentication, a brute force attack has no chance of succeeding, so you don't really have to change the user. So if, you, so if you've done number one, change the SSH authentication to use a key instead of a password, you don't need to do change the user name. Um, change the cipher compatibility configuration. I've not done this because I want anybody to be able to see the site. Um, the default TLS configuration for services tend tend to offer a good compatibility for to support all old devices. You can tune this policy for specific services like SSH and Nginx. By default, the Nginx configuration follows the intermediate compatibility recommendation for Mozilla. You can change the switch. You can, or you can choose to switch to the modern configuration, which uses more recent security recommendations, but decreases the compatibility, which may be an issue for your users and visitors using older devices. More details about the compatibility can be found on the whyyouknowhost.org documentation. Um, what that means is that if you're using an old computer or an old phone or an old tablet, you may not be able to see, you know, people may not be able to see your site if you change 
the cipher compatibility. Um, and the last step, okay, this is number five. The last thing you can do is disable the Why You Know Host API. This is your admin panel. This would force you into doing everything through the command line. If you're a command line junkie, this is for you because you don't want the API. You don't want the admin panel because people are going to find that and they're going to, you know, especially people that know how, how your, your server works. They, they find your, your domain name and then they just go to slash why, you know, host slash admin and there's your login page. And if they figure out what your password is, boom, they're in. But if I understand if you don't know how how to get into the command line or you're afraid to get into the command line, you're going to have to just deal with it and have a very, 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 very strong password. Um, it's... Just, I mean, it's not really hard to do the command line. I mean, I'm a truck driver. Yeah, I've been using Linux for, since, what, 2010. So that's, what, almost 10 years. Or a little over 10 years. I guess. Well, it is 10, 10 years. But, see, I've, I've screwed up my computer enough that by getting into the command line that I'm used to it now. <laughs> and... And, and it's, to me, it's fun because I know I can always just blow it away and boom, there it is again. But I, I, I'm just, I guess I'm just not afraid to screw up things, but that's probably why they call me bonehead. I've got an additional reading link for you. It's a gentleman on uh, Mastodon that I follow, Josh Rollins. And his website is... Where's my Firefox? Oh. His website is... Come on, you stupid... There we go. His website is The Art of Not Asking Why. It's at Josh Rollins, right? Josh Rollins, O. R-L-L-I-N-S rights.com. Um, this is just his basic SSH security post. Um, he actually posted this, what, just the other day? No, back in July. And uh, it's it's actually really cool. It's all basically about his his experience for his his stuff, and I'm not going to read it on the podcast because I want you to go to his his site and read it. But he goes through talking about some stuff. I it's actually a pretty short read, and it's not that long. But I read I read through it three times initially, and each time I I saw something different that I didn't catch the first time. Um. This is he you know he goes through he explains his his setup and he talks about you know changing this the port number like we already mentioned which was cool I I had heard about that um 
and, and but the thing is about the port number, I didn't realize you could start them out that clear up around eight thousand. You you know, I've I've used port eight thousand for something, but I don't remember what it was. I think it had something to do with uh, back when I was running the radio station, and uh, I didn't know you could go that high with a with a SSH port, but yeah. That is very cool. There's also a thing you can list an address. The idea is to restrict the IP addresses that the server will listen to. Um, so if you're constantly changing your IP address, like you're on the road all the time, that may that may not be a very good idea. But if you're in the same place all the time and you're hitting, you know, getting into your server through SSH from the same IP all the time, that's actually a good idea. Um, there's a, I didn't, I didn't realize the, uh, that, uh, you could change the permit root login. I did not know that you could totally block root out of logging in SSH. I always thought root had access to everything, but apparently you can block root from hacking in. So, Somebody can't figure out your password and or get a hold of your SSH key and log in as root. So that's very cool. And he's he he sets on here. Never a good idea to log into your SSH as root. You can always escalate and once logged in as a user. Uh, says don't let hackers log in as root either. I can't think of a good reason to allow, allow root logins. And you know he's right, because you could I, mean, I could log in as Uncle Bonehead, and then I can SU to root, which is very very cool. Um, another thing I did not know was that you could log in Grace Time. You can set you can set that in seconds, so you can set it so that you've only got twenty seconds to log in. Otherwise, it'll lock you out. Um, just so you know why you know host, I didn't cover this and I didn't put it in the show notes either, but why you know host actually has, uh, failed to ban installed on it already. And you get five attempts to enter the right password. This goes for everything. It's not just SSH logins. It's for everything. You log in for five. If you log, if you if you type in the password five wrong five times, it will lock you out for ten minutes. I think if you do it so many times, it will completely lock you out. So if if I'm saying that wrong, and one of the why you know host admins or why you know host developers is listening, correct me on that, please. I've I've locked I've logged I've locked myself out of my own server like four or five times four or five different times now it's it, it's really annoying <laughs> and it's a good thing that I've got access direct access to my server because I, I probably wouldn't have been able to get back into it but uh, where's the other thing I wanted to 
mention that Josh brought up. Uh, client alive count max. Oh, okay. Client alive count max and client alive interval. Those those both work together. The idea is to kill SSH when ideal. Here's how it works. Interval is how long before the server sends a hey, are you there question. Count max is how many of these answered questions the server will accept. So in the above example of count alive max zero and count alive interval 600, we are writing 600 seconds, which are 10 minutes, and then the server will send nothing. So we'll disconnect. It means we'll get kicked off after 10 minutes of inactivity. Um, yeah, <laughs> that's actually a good idea too. But that's pretty much all you could do for securing as far as SSH I, that I know of. I'm sure there's some sysadmins out there that, that knows way more than I do. And I'm sure I'll probably get get told what else is way more than it that's out there that you can do. Um, yeah. That's all I can think of. So I am going to call this episode in the books, in the can, however you want to say it. Um, don't know what I, what the next episode is. Uh, hit me up with those suggestions of a markdown editor. And go check out Alex T's Rhythm. Um, I'm going to play with it. I'm gonna, I want to do something with it and record something with it. Uh, I watched an, a video from Umpa on PeerTube earlier, and he was talking about guitarics. And I turned around and I looked at my guitar and I'm like, yeah, I want to record something on my guitar. So I'm going to come up with something somehow, somewhere, some way. I don't know. But I did get real two bits installed into the server. And I think that's what I'm going to end up doing is using that instead of Punk Whale. But um, we'll figure it out. So I'll talk at you guys all next time. Be good. Be safe. Don't stick your finger where you wouldn't stick your face. And happy hosting. and is a Creative Commons licensed podcast. You can find Uncle Bonehead on Mastodon, PixelFed, Poom and PeerTube. Email us with questions, tips or just plain old bitching about the show at UncleB at boneheadmedia.com. is generously provided by Umpha. Find him at patreon.com slash UNFA. That's patreon.com slash UNFA. <laughs> Seriously.
seriously happy hosting. <laughs> what am I thinking? God. Mm -hmm.